The North Star for me isn't tied to any of those symptoms. The North Star is tied to, I actually want to be the best possible version of myself over the long term. And that means having the best energy that I can, the best, like, and just sort of vitality, I guess, is a good word of wrapping that in. And that means that I can move and do the things that I want to do. It means that I have the energy to do the things that I want to do. And it means that I'm not going to be hindered by chronic long-term illness as I age. And, and not just as I age, but even in the next year. I mean, I've seen the effect of brain fog. I've seen the effect of fatigue on me and my vitality now in my 20s, knowing that actually that could be, that could come back. Hi, I'm Claire Goodwin, and this is the PCOS Nutritionist Podcast. I have PCOS too, and I know how hard it can be to get the help you need. So I bring together my expertise as a registered nutritionist and exercise scientist, together with other experts I trust and people with real life lived experience of PCOS to help you get the information you need to make a real difference to your symptoms. I'm super excited to announce the release of our new PCOS management app, Ovi. As someone who has PCOS, I saw firsthand how much hyper-personalized tweaks to my lifestyle had a dramatic impact on solving my PCOS symptoms. As a registered nutritionist and exercise scientist, I saw the same effect for many of my patients. But I also saw that only seeing me once a month or even every few weeks just didn't work for most people. Changing what we eat, how we move, and sometimes the very essence of who we are, like being a perfectionist, is really tricky. And in order to see real change, we need constant support and reinforcement. And we also need tools like recipes, workouts and cheat sheets right in our pocket. So when we're in the midst of standing in the supermarket aisle, we know what to choose to help support our changes. My PCOS Protocol group program was an amazing start in helping to achieve this, but I knew we could do way better. I knew that we could get even more personalized, convenient, and provide an elevated user experience for you. So this is why I created Ovi, to give you your personalized PCOS pathway that's based off your symptoms and your goals right in your pocket so that you can access it at any time. And not just created by me, but by an incredible team of nutritionists, psychologists, physiotherapists, exercise physiologists, and more. So head over to our website, ov.io, that's O-V-I-E dot I-O, and take the questionnaire. It's completely free, and you'll find out what's driving your PCOS, or what I formerly referred to as your PCOS root cause. I can't wait for you to be part of the OV community. So today we are talking about what I think is the almost common thing that a lot of us struggle with, which is really sticking with lifestyle change for the long term, right? Like when I look through all the questions that we get on DMs in our question box, yes, there are like some really specific questions about like, okay, what do I eat here or what supplements do I take? But the overarching thing is why can't I stick to something for the long term or um, and we see this so often, right? I've, I think we've seen this quite a lot recently with our PCS Protocol um, lifers group, our people that have been with us for many years. The PCS Protocol was our, our program pre-OV that really informed what we do in our OV app. And so these are people that might have been through that program five years ago. And they might be coming up with like new challenges in their life. Like I've had a baby and now suddenly I'm getting all of these symptoms or the symptoms are worse than what they were before or I'm now going through perimenopause and my symptoms are getting like really worse. Maybe so someone who's achieved their goal of fertility and they've had that baby and then they 
now they're sort of like, well, why do I need to continue? You know, they've thought for, you know, the last wee while, why do I need to continue with these lifestyle changes that I've made? They were all in the goal of getting pregnant. And then now, you know, three years postpartum, I'm having all of these other symptoms come up or I'm feeling like, shit, my energy is probably not high enough or not just a goal achieved and then what next but it's such a long-term goal and feels like something that you're going to have to battle with for life like say weight loss for example that can sometimes feel like it could be something that I'm going to have to consistently manage for my whole life and you know I was really good when I was on the protocol I had no problem we I had someone in the life is cool this week that said this and it's only been a couple of weeks and she's like the only changes that have really stuck is my breakfast and my supplements she was like she works in like the world of acting and Hollywood and obviously they've been on strike for the last five months and she was like and that was pretty much the time that I was doing the PCOS protocol and so it was really easy for me to finish work a bit early and come home and prep my dinners and prep my lunches and all that sort of thing and now the timing of the strike being over has kind of ended around the same time as the protocol has and all of a sudden my life has changed and I'm back doing really late late hours and long shifts and I come home and I'm really tired and I don't want to have the dinner that I've been having or I've loved having this one particular dinner on repeat this like she's marinates cuts buys a fillet of salmon cuts it up marinates it and then pops it in the freezer and each day she can grab one out and I was like that's awesome but she's like yeah but I'm getting fatigue of that and I don't my toolbox is a bit limited now I don't really know Mm. where to go and because I'm so tired yeah I'm just not like lunch and dinner essentially and snacks have gone out the window I'm back at work for longer I haven't prepared afternoon snacks because I haven't been doing afternoon so now I'm reaching for those chips at like the work office and things and so I think that's a really good example of what like even though I know some of these symptoms are things that I'm going to want to work on long term all of a sudden my lifestyle has changed and it feels a bit more unmanageable yeah and I mean, we've had this this week as well, right? Like you and I have both been super sick. You can probably hear how nasally yeah, we are. <laughs> like, we're stopping for cough breaks. Yeah, we literally are. <laughs> Not like, coffee, cough breaks. Yeah, poor Annabelle was having to edit out our like coughing fits in the middle of the podcast. But we've had like, I don't know, mine was definitely bronchitis. Mm. I've been on like antibiotics. Just been super sick. Like you've had a really bad cold as well. Probably mm. chest infection mm. and laryngitis as well. Like... And just had no energy, no appetite for two weeks. Like, mm. and it is amazing how that like does affect those even habits that we have cemented over probably fifteen to twenty years of our life. How something like that can derail those completely. And it's so interesting. Like I was thinking about that the other day. Like I haven't had taste buds, but I actually mine's so interesting. I haven't actually known what else to have or like how to get around this because I got my habits were so ingrained with what I was eating so I've kind of just been eating the same thing just not tasting (laughs) which is kind of weird so that's something that's been like luckily I've been able to have the energy to prepare like some of the same meals or they've been the easy versions of meals but the one thing that's rattled me is you know like I'm like my exercise regime is just generally quite like consistent and so obviously for the last week I hadn't done any physical exercise not even gone out ventured outdoors for a walk and then how much effort it actually took me to go out for my first walk even though it was flat and like just around the block it felt like quite a lot and I was like oh this is such a good check for me because 
I haven't had that feeling of having to start maybe Mm. those habits had been so ingrained Um, so yeah really bridging back over that kind of like do I trust my body to go outside for a different reason for sickness but Mm. it's that same sort of like kind of building the mental like strength up to go and change something or do something that we haven't been doing for the last week Yeah. yeah and it's such a mental game as well where you you feel like you have been a bit derailed mm. and same thing with this patient as well where she was like oh my god I was doing so well and then suddenly I've had this change in lifestyle and I feel like I've and this is what most people call it like I feel like I've fallen off the wagon mm. and so it's so easy then to get into our own heads and just go oh well I might as well just not do anything because mm. I've like failed at this mm. rather than actually recognizing well actually I still have made some really awesome changes mm. that I wouldn't have three months ago yeah and actually this is good so what like when I was thinking about this I was thinking what is the solution to this Mm. and I think what it comes down to is having a really strong like compass as to where we're going for and we do this exercise I've done this exercise for all of our PCS protocol patients and now all of our OV users where I we get them to go through an exercise of what is your why why are you wanting to make this change and why now right Mm. and because I think that it is so important to work out what that north star is and it's really interesting for for most of us we start off with like well (laughs) directly I've already told you this like I am really struggling with like acne or infertility or weight you know we go to those symptoms or like I've been told by my doctor that I have to lose weight so this is what I'm why I'm here but what I always do in that exercise is I get you to ask yourself why again and why again and why again until we really understand what that emotional core is like if you think about I mean everyone's heard of the iceberg analogy but this is very true for that that those initial things that you answered are the tip of the iceberg but actually when we delve deeper that's when we actually really find that underlying motivation that driver that north star that we can continue to come back to because I think that's like a really good example that you highlighted around like well you know my the reason why I'm here and doing this is because my doctor told me that I need to lose weight and it's sort of like okay well is that going to be a strong enough motivation when just like the client that we were talking about has had that work and lifestyle change and they've had to go from having less work on to more work on when you get home after that really busy day and you're hungry and you're faced with do I cook up a healthy meal or do I just order in and dial something in it's like well if the the why isn't there if that strong reason for like achieving what you want to achieve isn't there and it's just on because my doctor told me to I don't think that's going to be powerful enough to like keep you making those what we call towards moves yeah Yeah. exactly and and that's actually a really good point to say Mm. is that when we have this strong kind of like why or you can think about it like in ovary we our psychologist Sophia also talks about it as your north star or your compass is you then know where you're heading Mm -hmm. and that just like on a map if you're driving from let's say you're driving from I know you can't drive all this way but New Zealand Auckland at the bottom of the world to New York Mm. you're never going to be able to do that in like one continuous perfect on a 100k an hour highway right like there are going to have to be 
ferries and waiting for boats and there's going to be roadworks, you're going to have to take a diversion. That, But when you know where you're going, you're like, oh, well, that's okay. These are just part and parcel of the journey. We never expect any kind of road trip to be like completely without mm. issue and but yet we expect our own kind of like health goals or, or trajectory, trajectory to be yeah, that way. to be to be perfect. Yeah, and I think it's like a really good another example would be like when I was sick this week and like I was saying, I couldn't really taste the foods that I was eating. But I still ate the same foods that I would normally eat anyway because I knew they were so nutrient rich and so mm. full of things that like vitamin C's and other vitamins and minerals that were gonna help me get like healthier faster as well that's kind of like where my goal is my north star is like i want to be healthy life i want to be healthy long term and later so just because things feel a bit derailed and i'm not able to exercise and i can't taste my food i still want to make food choices like i would normally be doing towards the end goal of getting healthier to live a healthy life yeah Yeah. exactly whereas if you are making a food choice about like tomorrow's body mm. you'd be like oh well who cares? who cares yeah you know like it's it's not going to make a, a difference and, and yeah one meal or one day like isn't going to make a big difference but often that that when you don't have that strong north star those one days or one meals like really compound into mm. being more like 50 or like 60 percent of your like week as opposed to 20 percent of your week mm. completely yeah and especially when you can't taste it and you're mm. like oh what's the point of these when mm. actually i just you know what's the point yeah literally what's the point yeah exactly and like I could have just eaten plain you know white toast or whatever because I couldn't taste it and that would have been like a cheaper option to go but you know like I I don't eat just for flavor I do eat a lot of things for flavor because I'm a big foodie Um, but I still put all of those things into my dinners like herbs and variety and veggies and and different produce and things like that because not just because of the different flavors or tastes that they would normally bring, but because of all the different nutrients and things that would be helpful for my body. So yeah, it was kind of like that two part there. Yeah. And I think that this is also really important when, if you do have the, the goals like weight loss or fertility or something that's quite visible, Mm. like getting your period regularly kind of every month or so losing weight, acne, facial and body hair growth, hair loss, it's really easy to get fixated on that visual sign of that symptom and then get disheartened when you don't see that visual sign um, improving as quickly as maybe what you'd expected. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, those things are things that we have absolutely, where well, we have limited control over, right? We, we can't force our body to stop growing facial hair. There's nothing that we can, you know, like we can make all of the habit changes to make all those towards moves to helping our body stop producing as much testosterone, but we can't get inside and turn off the testosterone switch in our body, right? That's not, there is no physical switch. There is nothing we can we can do there. So what we really have to focus on is the things that we have control over. And those are those like towards moves or steps we can make towards that North Star Compass. Mm-hmm. But when we focus on also specifically on those symptoms, I think we're more likely to get discouraged quicker and we're also more likely to sometimes if we meet that goal especially if it's something like getting pregnant then not really understand why we would continue doing like making those 
healthy changes. Yeah. And I think that's where, as we were saying earlier, some of our life as we've seen that happen, maybe they were so focused on one goal, they achieved that. And then slowly by slowly, kind of that 80-20 lifestyle that they're living towards managing that that PCOS symptom or the PCOS symptom slowly start to erode. Mm. And then we can start to see, um, you know, after some time they come back and be like, I feel like I've fallen off the bandwagon, like I've lost all of those changes. And now that, yeah, like even if it's, there might be other symptoms that are popping up or things coming back back to light and they're sort of, how am I going to manage managing these changes like long term yeah, yeah totally which is exactly the same for me i mean i have for all intents and purposes completely reversed my mm. pcos like i i wouldn't be diagnosed with pcos at the moment i don't fit any of the criteria so my testosterone is back into a completely normal range my periods of ovulation are completely normal and and the, I might still have like cysts on the ovaries like I don't know I've never actually gone back to get another rescan although I would have during pregnancy and they didn't say anything about it so and no, you're probably like, ovulating regularly enough yeah probably totally up by now yeah <laughs> yeah and that's the thing is sometimes they can just mm. kind of like fall off but other people they they can Stupid. stay they don't really mean much it just means that at one point in time you haven't ovulated mm. but yeah actually during pregnancy they never said anything about it so I, I actually probably not there but so for me it would be very easy to then just be like oh well I you know I, I don't need to, to worry about this anymore. Mm. But for me, it's that like the the North Star for me isn't tied to any of those symptoms. The North Star is tied to, I actually want to be the best possible version of myself over the long term. And that means having the best energy that I can, the best like, and just sort of vitality, I guess is a good word of wrapping that in. And that means that I can move and do the things that I want to do. It means that I have the energy to do the things that I want to do. And it means that I'm not going to be hindered by chronic long-term illness as I age. And and not just as I age, but even in the next year, I mean, I've seen the effect of brain fog. I've seen the effect of fatigue on me and my vitality now in my 20s, knowing that actually that could be, that could come back. And I think as well, knowing that you've had PCOS previously and had these symptoms before, we do know that there's like that genetic predisposition that if your environment isn't working optimally with your genetics, all of that can switch back on again. Totally. So it's there's that real driver of, I don't want to switch that back on. I've worked hard to turn that off and really manage my PCOS. And maybe I don't have to do it as strictly as I did when things were kind of at their worst but I still want to continue to make these I love the life that I live now and I want to continue to feel this way and feel like great for the rest of my life yeah Yeah. and it is so easy for those things to slide like Mm -hmm. your sleep to Mm -hmm. you know to get deprioritized especially when you've got now as my life has changed and I've now got a toddler and when you've got a business to run and when you've got um, other things that crop up in your in your life as well so it's so easy for those things to slide but if you have that strong north star you go well I know kind of what my minimum non-negotiables are that make me feel the best and have this vitality and and for me as well as like my other north star is to be that good role model for Mm. other people right like that is my I want to I want to show other people how they can also see the same yeah Yeah. absolutely so that's like another really important part of that north star for me which is again not tied to any symptom not tied to anything in particular but is that strong underlying desire to continue to live this way yeah and I think as well that's it's like once (laughs) you've recognized 
what those non-negotiables that you said are for you. It's just about shaping your life or building your life to really encompass those as naturally as possible. I think super side note, but like quite interesting. Another podcast of this guy, Stephen Bartlett, who's quite famous. He said that he rebuilt his whole working day because he worked out how important sleep was for him and how poorly he functioned when he didn't get enough sleep and he also worked out that he's maybe a bit more of a night owl so sleeping in and making sure he gets his seven hours even though it's a bit shunted he doesn't have any meetings or any work appointments before 11 a.m and that's how he built his day and I know that that flexibility isn't available for everyone but Mm. take that on a micro scale and just apply that to yourself and be like maybe you could work out that you don't put anything in the calendar before 9am or you finish your working day by five so that you can be home, cook dinner and get into bed earlier so that Mm. you can start the day earlier. It's not about necessarily copying what he did, but taking that discipline, I guess, that he had and boundaries and being like, this is something that I've seen as a non-negotiable for me. How can I build my life around this to support that? Yeah. Yeah. Or how can I recognize the constraints that I have and work around that to still support those changes so for example this patient it might be like okay you by the time you get home you're not actually hungry how could we or not actually in a position to make a good decision about what you cook like and because you have had to make so many decisions that day and you're so tired so how could we either use like a meal delivery service Mm. where you do that and actually or you could take that with you and have that on set take a dinner break have it before you leave something that then means you're not getting home and yeah, you're packing your lunch and your dinner not just your yeah, lunch, lunch. Yeah. yeah so it's like recognizing that actually there are some of those constraints that are just not no amount of willpower is going mm. to override those so how can we actually put the step in place to to just figure that out and yeah go, right, well this is the constraint at the moment yes it's not ideal but yeah how can i reverse it? engineer what i'm doing yeah and make it work for me now and i think that's the thing it's like yeah there's like some discipline in the way that Stephen like sets up his day and he's got the luxury to do that he's a business owner but I think as well for like um, anyone else who doesn't have that luxury it's more it's again about how can I take what's happening now and make this work best for me as well and how can I fit my non-negotiables and into that yeah and it it is so amazing seeing these come through with so many of our patients and and this is the one thing that when we get people to do this exercise the about like figuring out what that north star is Mm. the overwhelming initial response is like oh gosh like i just want to get into the tell me what to eat yeah you know like but once i've done the exercise everyone's like wow okay this is actually i didn't realize how important this was and i didn't realize that this has such a i can see now why not having this in the past may have derailed me Mm. so for example one of them said one patient said I began my why with, I want to lose weight and become more healthy to get pregnant naturally. As I think more about what this means to me, I get stuck when it comes to believing I'm good enough or worth making these changes. Growing up in a performance art environment, dancing, singing, acting, there was a theme or value system related to the show must go on, meaning you must shove your needs, pains and desires aside and never show any signs of them. This looked like going through with a weekend of performances while grieving the recent loss of my grandparents, getting up on stage and dancing on a broken toe or right after surgery from a broken thumb due to a break dancing incident or dislocating my knee on stage and continuing with the remainder of the dance number and the list goes on. This pattern trickled into other areas of my life and led me to place 
where I now struggle to even identify what my needs are, let alone have any chance of getting them met. My why is starting to look more like I get to take this time to invest, nourish and heal myself because I deserve to be and feel better. Love that. Yeah, and it's amazing when you can see that yourself. You can see exactly, I think, that so many of us can resonate with that. The show must go on, I must not show those needs, and how that would would flow into some of the other things. Like when it's like, okay, for me, I've got a toddler to look after, so it's like, well, her needs must come first, and therefore, mm-hmm. you know, she must get fed, and then if I don't have the energy to prepare, like lunch for myself as well because I'm so busy feeding her, then I get just eat her crusts Mm. which is what so many mothers say is that they just end up eating their kids leftovers Mm. or something like that and versus when you actually go right well no like yes there's that constraint but I do actually get to take this time and it's okay for her to be grumpy sitting in her high chair she is going to be grumpy sitting in her high chair she is a toddler and she's going to want to express that but that's fine I can let her be grumpy and also then meet my needs and then it doesn't have to all be about her. Yeah. So that is... At e- it's kind of like at each season of life or whatever life throws at you or whatever has changed. It's about figuring out how to manipulate what you've got and make still finding some time and some room for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because you've got that strong little start. Whereas mm-hmm. if it was all just about like weight or getting pregnant naturally, well, if she was, if she was in my shoes, then she might feel like okay well I've, I've achieved what I, the goal what's mm. what's now what's now keeping me accountable to Giving actually myself nourishing something. myself yeah. and so that's where now she's got that strong way and, and so it doesn't matter what season of life throws at her what of those derailments happen she can still hold true to that oh, I deserve this I deserve to nourish invest and heal myself because I deserve to be and feel better yeah yeah I think another one I really like this one my why has been just to lose weight and I think we can all probably you know resonate with just a symptom focused one and that's probably why I've never been able to stick to any lifestyle change before in October last year I lost my dad suddenly to a heart attack he was only 57 and we were very close it rocked me to my core my why is now that I don't want my life to be cut short due to lifestyle habits that don't serve my body my wife had a baby four weeks ago and I want to be healthy and active for my son, able to chase him around and I want to be able to meet my grandchildren, something my dad missed out on. I'm so excited for my future. Yeah, which is amazing. Another one that I really like. I've tried everything previously to reduce the symptoms associated with PCOS. About a decade ago, I was able to achieve some success, but it wasn't sustainable nor healthy. Working in academia now, I chose to take to education and science this time after a half a dozen specialists offered me the just lose weight solution. I've contemplated my wife for several days now. After generations of women in my family coping with PCOS and feeling powerless to figure out solutions, and my daughter now beginning to experience similar challenges, I've committed myself fully to educating myself and empowering myself through this education here to take the reins of this right now so that I can not only help myself and daughter, but hopefully future generations in my family. It's ending with me. I'm ready. So it's it's so cool to see once you've kind of gone through this exercise what powerful things you can kind of come up with you know yeah. like it is it is I know like you said some people come to this and they're like they do huff and puff a bit and why do I have to do this but once they really sink their teeth into it they so see the benefit of it and it is such a like a powerful thing to come back to I think I think about this as well in terms of like I used to think about my exercise being 
for today or for tomorrow's body, you know? Like, it used to be go to the gym and work out because you want to look a certain way. I was, like, aesthetically focused. Whereas I've come a long way and definitely now I really think about my exercises. Like, I don't want to be in a wheelchair when I'm 50 or 60 or 70. I want to be, like, up and running around. Like, I think about my grandma and she was climbing trees with us when we were kids. I want to be that kind of grandma. Like, definitely. So I think I've really changed my the way that I exercise from like a for myself tomorrow even though that might be super intense and promote probably more injury or not be sustainable to such a sustainable kind of form of exercise where half of my like exercises uh, or my workout is warming up and cooling down and stretching because it's you know longevity mobility long-term strength that's now my goal and you know like the other benefits of exercise are just part and parcel of you know not getting run down or burnt out or you know having really strong muscles because I really focus on growing those at that strength yeah Yeah. and having that community connection Mm. like going to a class with your friends or doing it to like for that mental health benefit I mean Mm. I always like I think that's like a way overused term but exercise yeah yeah, exercise but it's you know like the the clarity and the enjoyment that I get from just getting being able to spend like 45 minutes by myself is and that's it it's like carving out that time for yourself to go and do something like that completely I I couldn't agree more so yeah it's it's super interesting it's and I think lots of people have had this realization in terms of like the way that they exercise over the last wee while and I think I guess the fitness industry or maybe more social media have like done a really good job of kind of like you know I exercise for my mental health and not my Mm. physical body but I think for me I do exercise for my physical body I just Mm. exercise in a different way to support a really strong healthy longevity like sustainable kind of body Yeah, yeah absolutely so it is amazing too how like this is something that we get all of our OVs to put on the like home screen of their app is mm. like what that why is because it is something that can really help you in those dark times where you're like oh what's the point mm. like I'm not seeing this symptom or I have seen this symptom now like I've reached my like kind of my symptom goal what's the point of continuing with these things mm. that you know, you can actually boil this down into quite a small mantra. Like, you know, for these ones, it's ending with me, you know? Yeah. Is like, would is such a great mantra for her. I deserve to be and feel better. Like, yeah. 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 And they are, that is such like a powerful mantra. And it, when you think about that, if that's from, you know, this whole, your why, you'll think about all of the reasons that you've come up with, but it'll boil down to that kind of, yeah, quite powerful mantra that you can keep coming back to yeah um when yeah when I look at all of the challenges that I face and challenges that I see my patients face this can be one that can sometimes supersede them all that if we have the strong Y compass it can really help with so many of these twists and turns and challenges that life throws at us Mm. and keep us on that path towards yeah. where we want to go yeah and, and just seeing that there is no like failure mm. it's all it might just be a slight detour it might be and yeah. that's kind of what lily has, has said and we've referenced her in podcasts before but she always referred to like the journey being the road not the wagon that you fall on or off but it's just the wagon is the road or the, the path and yeah it might detour and go here and there but like we're always going in the same direction and 
and it's not about falling off it or on it but just continuing to gradually go along it yeah Yeah, that's like a major epiphany that one of our patients Lily had she was like for my entire life I felt about my lifestyle choices as being on the wagon or off the wagon Mm. and then she was like I just realized there is no freaking wagon (laughs) the wagon is just the road like Mm. we just you know like we're just going along and this is just normal and natural part of life is that we're going to have these detours we're going to we're going to get sick we're going to go on vacation we're going to have a sick family member we're going to Um, yeah we're going to have natural disasters we're going to have like this is life and there's very rarely a perfect stretch of life Mm. like if you think back yourself in the last few years there's always something yeah there's always something and most of the time it's out of your control completely and and therefore we just have to be able to negotiate that but if we know what that strong way compass is and it makes it so much easier to navigate that Mm, and can continue on that path Yeah. yeah exactly so i'd really challenge you so from listening to this now if you can resonate with any of that and go yeah actually I I see that in myself I see that in the past I have had a really symptom-based goal or how could you ask yourself or can you ask yourself now why right so just sit here now and go okay so why do I want to change my lifestyle why do I want my symptoms to improve why am I even listening to this podcast why and your initial response is probably likely to be something quite superficial. Like, well, obviously, clear. I want my, like, insert your symptom here, weight, mm. acne, whatever, energy, to be better. But it's like, okay, yeah, so now I want you to ask yourself why again, right? So grab a piece of paper and just write that down and just go, okay, well, why? And then I want you to ask yourself why again and again and again. I want you to ask yourself why six times. And by the sixth time, generally, you'll be getting to that root of what it really is. What is the really, the core thing that then, you know, is is the real deep driver for why you're going to do this. And that, that can become that why compass for you for life that supersedes all symptoms, all seasons of life. And this might change. It's okay for this to change. Mine certainly has, you know over time but the premise of its state has sort of stayed the same about that overall kind of health and vitality Mm. but it might be that then you know now for me as I have a toddler I am also concerned about you know I kind of add on to that why about sort of being having that vitality for her and being a good role model for her and like being able to I was like it's coming (laughs) and being able to show her the way rather than tell her the way because I have seen in so many aspects of her life how much she picks up on from what we are doing and I know that's so much more powerful than anything I can tell her about eating or living or that my actions and showing her is by far the most important thing so I've sort of built on that it's not that it's like dramatically changed, it's just kind of like added on to there. So it doesn't have to be exactly the same, but the premise generally will remain the same throughout mm. your life. Yeah, I love that. Nice. So yes, yeah, give it a crack. Give I think it that it, you'll notice that that can be such an empowering thing to help keep you on that track. Now stand by for our disclaimer. The information contained in this podcast has been prepared for the purpose of providing information including about the PCOS Nutritionist products and services and is designed to support clients' overall wellness. It is not intended to provide medical advice or designed to rectify, treat 
or cure any specific medical conditions or diseases. Nothing stated or shared in our podcast is intended to be and must not be taken to be medical advice. Please seek the advice of professionals as appropriate regarding the evaluation of any specific information, opinion, advice or content contained in our podcast.